Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Kia ora team, welcome back to another Can We Talk episode where we go over something a little different other than financial literacy. I wanted to disclose before this episode starts, this is a bit of a pre-roll, that I was given the opportunity to do a energy healing with Olivia Scott, so I did not pay for it and regardless of this episode not being sponsored, um, yeah, that was an opportunity I was given. So I just wanted to disclose that before we get into it, although obviously all opinions are my own and I thought it was such an interesting experience that I wanted to share it with everyone everyone and talk about energy in general because it is such an important part of how we function as humans Um, and just something a little bit different like why not let's learn about something different so I hope you guys enjoy Um, if you have any other requests for these can we talk episodes do just let me know over on Instagram at the one up project otherwise catch you guys at the end for a cheeky discount code if you're into it and enjoy the episode Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. I am here with Olivia Scott, energy healer, coach, owner of Love by Olivia. How are you? Thank you for having for having me. Thank you for being here <laughs> and for having me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. I'm really looking forward to getting into this episode and talking about something a little bit different, especially for my audience, because often we talk about things like money, um, but we also talk about things like money mindset and um, how money and mental health and energy is all very much intertwined. Um, Absolutely. I really believe that um, as well, that you need to, it's one thing being financially literate, the effect that money stresses can have on your life is also really extreme. So oh. yeah, this is a really important topic to talk about. So the first thing I wanted to jump into is what is energy healing? Mm, that's such a big question because there's so many forms and modalities of energy healing and I think energy healing isn't specific to a literal practice. There are many mm. things we do in our world and in our everyday life to take care of our energy. Um, but in saying that energy healing in the sense that I do it is I do a form of energy healing called Reiki. And Reiki essentially is using a vibration or a frequency of energy on the body. And so the way I like to explain it is when we learn how to do Reiki, we are taught by the Reiki teachers and the Reiki masters the symbols that have been associated with Reiki energy over the past you know, couple hundred years. And over time, the symbolism that is behind those symbols or the energy that is, um, I guess, connecting to those symbols, just like any other symbol in our world, like the cross and what we associate, the meaning and the energy behind that symbol and the swastika and the energy and the meaning that we associate with that symbol. And when we connect to the Reiki symbols, we're connecting to a type of energy, a frequency. So that's how I guess we, we start to tune into it initially. And so through, um, kind of a, a deeper practice of meditation and connecting to those symbols and, and, and connecting to that, that energy, we then start to, um, I guess, tune into that. I mean, we are, we're able to use that both on ourselves and on other people's energetic bodies. Mm. And the intention of it is to, um, you know, we hold emotion and, and stress and trauma and memory in our physical body. And we also have an energetic body. So for a lot of us would be able to relate to the experience of perhaps holding 
um, holding an emotion or a, an experience in our body and kind of being able to f- feel that but not really know why or not be able to pinpoint exactly what's going on in that area and oftentimes there are things going on physically that we can't actually consciously figure out or mm. access what's going on there and so often during my healings I'll be working on a part of someone's body say in their in their hip or in their belly and they'll say that they kind of had this either experience of um, remembering something they haven't thought of in a long time or remembering a past memory or emotion and feel that kind of uh, being released or shifted or um, or kind of anything like that. So basically what I'm doing is tuning into where we are holding things in the body energetically, which with the Reiki is a skill over time. You do become a lot better at picking up what's going on in the body. Um, physically and then what's manifesting energetically as well so what Reiki is doing is helping to um, release any of that density or help shift or bring some relief to that area Mm. through touch Um, and you know some Reiki healers work with their hands on some like to work with them slightly off the body Um, it just depends on the practitioner to be honest but basically what energy healing is is helping the energetic body release and shift those things that we know we've got kind of going on in our body con- consciously but not sure how to shift them and um something i haven't quite mentioned yet was that i had a reiki healing with olivia last week and we're going to talk a little bit about that soon but just when you were talking there around like, the different areas where people hold energy you know i've always been someone who i feel sometimes i feel like I, I get a tight chest mm. and that was an area for you where you felt that I held some sort of like energy there as well right that's right yeah so it's really interesting so how do you become an energy healer or coach can anyone do that definitely I think if someone is interested in learning about Reiki or energy healing it's open to anybody you don't have to be super spiritual you don't have to be super intuitive you don't yeah. even have to you don't have to have any sort of um, deep connection to it existing. A lot of people who come through my trainings are all, are brand new to it and they just want to understand it more for personal um, development or self-healing. Mm. And so, yeah, no, you, you absolutely, anyone can do it, but I always find that once someone has gone through that, um, that experience of realizing and maybe seeing before them evidence that this is kind of something that does work and yeah. it does exist. I think a lot of people come to trainings and go, I don't think I'm going to feel anything. I just don't know if this is real yeah. or, or whatever is going on. And and I definitely may have had that at one point in my life too. But I think what the most profound thing is that a lot of people come through with just an open mind, just curious to see what yeah. happens. And then they have that first training experience and they're like, oh my goodness <laughs> this works I just yeah. saw what happened I've got this ability to also be quite intuitive with yeah. um myself or other people and um I think that that's it's quite an empowering experience actually just I think having because energy healing is a I guess not invisible but it, it it's an energetic experience that we don't can't see tangibly or physically yeah. so come into some you know experiencing Reiki whether you want to use it professionally or not it doesn't matter it's just a nice way to I guess understand that we do have an energetic body that we can Mm. take care of um but I guess and to answer your question about a coach there is more I guess it depends on what uh sort of coach you want to be that's such a huge world as well Mm. there definitely I would say I'd encourage anyone to do a training in it first there's no like um I guess at this point and I hope that 
in the future this changes there's no real regulation around coaching industry yeah. the coaching industry and what qualifications so you have yeah um but i think there also are like amazing coaches out there that in saying that you know haven't there's no regulation but there are amazing coaches yeah. um it's just about finding one that's right for you but yes at the moment there's actually no um if you want to be a coach you can be a coach yeah. <laughs> you, don't have to do much. you go ahead yeah <laughs> um but I would encourage doing a training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. And something you were talking about before is how you know people might be hesitant to think, "Is this real?" Mm. Because I feel when I explain um, what, like I did with the healing and what um, I did with you, it's I feel like I'm not explaining it right. And then the, the people who are skeptic. So how would you explain it to someone who's a skeptic or doesn't think that this is like really woo woo? How would you describe <laughs> it to them? That's a really good question, um, and I definitely have pondered this myself over the years. Um, I think if we think about our world in a physical sense, we know that physical health benefits us. Mm. We know that we feel better when we do a physical activity. So we release endorphins, and we know all of that scientifically is good for us. So we can perhaps see the difference and then we also know that we have mental health and emotions mm. which are also you know they're scientifically been proven that we have levels of hormones and chemicals moving through our body but it, on an energetic level there are also experiences we have that we can't quite explain yeah and I think if we take into account our physical um, health mental health emotional health and then perhaps energetic or spiritual health there there are things that we can do for each of those things and have proof that we do feel better when we take care of them. Mm. And things we can do for our energetic health are, um, you know, being aware that our environments affect our well-being or the energy of people affect our well-being or the energy of food affects our well-being and, mm. and all of those things that if we start to perhaps just be curious about whether environments have energy people have energy and that they affect the way we feel then we may start to notice differences in how we're feeling overall mm. yeah it's really interesting because it's I guess just a level of spirituality like some people will be able to fully resonate with this and other people have their own ideas of what spirituality is but then there's there's that but then it's also just comes down to we all have energy and some of it's positive some of it's negative and sometimes it needs to be shifted around or changed and it's like a normal part of life it's just like another way to approach it yeah that's that's also a really great way of explaining it um we yeah we all have energy positive mm. and negative experiences but I do also believe that the way we think about our energy mm. does directly impact the way we feel mm. on a on a daily basis and it doesn't have to be woo woo either yeah and there is actually a lot of um science out there that does show um through di using different kind of like scanning methods and um of of seeing people's energetic systems and things and how um the power of the mind ch uh, changes our energetic field and, and things like that so there is there is science out there um but of course it will always be skeptics with anything yeah totally <laughs> of course of course uh so let's have a little chat i guess about my session and how it how it worked so yeah, do you want to explain, I guess, how a usual Reiki healing would go? For sure. So, usually someone would come in and we kind of have a chat about 
perhaps what they're feeling in that moment, what's been going on for them recently, what's brought them in. For some people, there is something specific going on for them and they'd like to, uh, I guess, have some sort of support or assistance to move through that. Mm. For some people, there's nothing going on. They just want to feel better. Um, It's so broad. And I think some people come in for a a personal experience to try and and give them clarity around something that they're feeling confused about or overwhelmed with. But anyway, we kind of take a snapshot of where they're at and I ask them what they'd like to get out of the session. And then so once we move into the more energetic aspect, they'll lie on the table. They just can, you know, they can fall asleep. They can be thinking. They don't have to be any sort of um, zoned out space. Um, I do find, though, that the more the client is able to relax and open up, then they are able to I guess have a more intuitive experience themselves Mm. and saying that it's not necessary for the energy healing and what I do so Mm. when I'll start to work through and scanning across the client's body um, with my hands on and I'll just tune into different areas that I can feel and needing more attention and I'll start to kind of write down notes around what I'm picking up as I move Um, and there will be areas I spend more time, there will be areas I spend less time. Of course, I find there's a lot of people store, um, I, like I said before, the hips, but I often find the joints and the central parts of the um, body, like the throat, the heart, the belly, the the womb or that area, um, and then also their knees and their feet. Mm. And so I'll kind of write what I feel down. Um, that goes for probably, depending on that, the length of the session, usually around an hour, and then we'll sit down and have a chat about that at the end. And what I find is the things that I've picked up on throughout the body, they never really make sense to me. But over time, I've learned to just share what I pick up anyway, and that that often resonates with the client and helps them lead, either lead them to what they were going to already or kind of give them a bit of perspective or clarity around what's going on in the energetic body Mm. and the most interesting thing is I find regardless of whether or not the messages are what I find is that the messages aren't surprising to the client Mm. oftentimes they're things that they deep down already know or that they were kind of just it was just sitting under the surface anyway um and so it can just be really, really helpful for that client to just kind of be acknowledged and go, oh yeah, that's right, that is what I'm feeling. Mm. How did you How did you not feel so great to have someone else say it to me? Or um, to know that that's kind of... And I guess this is actually moving away from Reiki and more into an intuitive area of the healings I offer, but um, this can definitely come with Reiki, is you do pick up on these things. And I think being seen and heard and acknowledged in that space for people can be deeply healing Mm. and therapeutic and that's often where um, some of that healing does occur both energetically the shift but also that conversation afterwards Mm. I'd say for me it was very much like I was one of those people came and not really sure what to expect Mm. over mind um and for me it felt just reassuring more than anything yeah um because I think I was saying to you, you know, I've made a lot of decisions over the last year that have impacted my life and I'm not sure where that's actually going to take me. And it was very much just reassuring to hear that it's kind of like it's all going to be okay kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, and it wasn't said like that, but that's how it kind of felt hearing it. Yeah. And yeah, even some of the other things you picked up on were things that I don't even talk about, but 
are fully you know there mm. um within like, the person I am so mm. it's it really is interesting mm. um and we've sort of gone over why someone would want um or need this kind of healing but ha- with the messages like how do you receive those messages what's the process of like receiving them and then writing them down mm. well you know intuition is a, a whole nother um ball game and mm. and is there's four types of intuition. There's clairvoyant, which you probably have heard of. It's when um, people kind of see things. So images for people who are very creative or, or, or kind of a daydreamers or can brainstorm quite easily, that they are naturally more clairvoyant. They're able to use their visual abilities to receive intuition. Mm. Um, clairaudient is when you kind of just like hear things, not necessarily audibly in the room but just kind of in the in the way of receiving a word or a couple of words um clear sentient is when you feel it mm. and you feel it in your body you can feel an energy of someone perhaps you can feel um you can feel an emotion that's about to arrive into the room or something like that and then clear cognizant is clear knowing and it's just when you know something without really having any reason to Mm. maybe you're catching up with a friend for coffee and you just know she's about to tell you that her and her mum have had a fight or you just know that Mm. your ex-boyfriend is about to message you or Mm. something yeah you just kind of know without reason um so that's clear cognizant and I have got a clear cognizant clear sentient and clear voyant um type intuition that Mm. all kind of work in together we all have all Mm. of these kind of working at different times some more than others um but yeah so what i see and experience is mostly the knowing but then also i'll see things pop into my mind or i'll um, feel things for people Mm. yeah and one of the reasons i'm sure a lot of people would come to you as well is because they feel burnt out and they kind of get lost and don't know what the next step is Mm. how often do you see that coming in yeah it's interesting because I do experience I do find that a lot of people come when they are feeling burnt out energetically and physically um you know what's interesting though is I find it's the emotions the person is going through at that time that is more their priority so even when they're burnt out physically they kind of are just always wanting to know what to do or mm. what they're what's going on for them emotionally is the priority yeah so even yeah I always find that even if someone's kind of like I know that I need to quit my job and have six months <laughs> off work what they want to know really is if they're going to meet someone, what's happening in there, like if they're going to get a job again one day, you yeah. know, or what's kind of coming up for them. Because even though they're probably physically exhausted and yes, they want to bring some energy back to their body, what comes up for us emotionally during that burnout is often what feels like it's the priority. Yeah. So for sure, people come in for maintenance as in like, it's like a six weekly thing as if they were getting a massage to help them not perhaps right. get to that burnout stage. But they just also want to know what's going to come up in um but yes I mean burnout is always and and something if someone is going through a physically tiring time I can pick up on that immediately and I always can feel what they're needing more of so I'll guide them to that um, and hope that that's maybe something they start to do but like I was saying to you before the podcast started our self-care and our mental health practices and emotional health practices are often the first thing to go out the window when we Mm. do get busy or overloaded overwhelmed and so helping to guide people back to that gently is often a goal if I feel they're getting burnt out or they already are but yeah people kind of just want to know 
that they're going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's so interesting. Like, it's just probably basic human nature. People just want to be, I guess, validated and told, you know, your feeling, the feelings are okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to all work out. And on the self-care conversation, what have you found to be some of the most common or effective ways to practice that self-care? I find having alone time and and having time for reflection is very healthy for Mm. um, people kind of coming back to themselves. Mm. I think so often I see people who are a little bit afraid to maybe be alone or kind of a little Mm. bit afraid to have some of that reflection time because of the things that can come up there. Something interesting I noticed after last year of um, obviously having a lot of lockdowns and time for more reflection healings became quite popular because people didn't really know what to do with all of this yeah. um, kind of stuff that was coming up and yeah. stuff that they'd re- maybe pushed away or put down from the past but um, yeah I think that oftentimes alone and reflection time is the best thing we can do yeah. for taking care and just letting things move through us and letting, letting ourselves feel things and then being okay with that and being able to sit with that and taking care of ourselves Mm. there talking to people about what's going on for us um but yes does that answer your question yeah i I was gonna say i almost feel like the healings are just a guided way to do that like that self-reflection because you're able to do it in a safe space with someone else and that just seems to always be a common thing that even when i'm talking about financial literacy people just want to be told Mm. what to do or what's the best thing for them and not and you try to guide them to work it out but they just want someone else there to kind of show that this is the way or like you're on the right track. Definitely. Mm. And I'm always really careful not to tell anyone what to do, but just to hold space for them to yes, kind of yeah. realize or move through things yeah. themselves. Um, because that's where they kind of can connect the dots and go, oh, okay, it's, it is safe for me to be in this discomfort in this really uncomfortable space. This person's holding space for me to be here. I feel safe. I mm. feel like it's going to be okay. Um, and yeah that is often what people yeah do need the most I think is just having that safe space to talk to I guess kind of like with a therapist but in a way where it's like you know talking about things that maybe they didn't even know were there or um, or things that maybe are sitting under the conscious awareness yeah 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 for sure and we would naturally deprive uh, or deplete our own energy levels through things like work and relationships and mm. all the normal things that everyone has in life. Mm. So how do we then work to revive those on our own? On our own? Mm. Well, I think like I think we always know deep down what's right for us, mm. but it's sometimes really hard to hear that, mm. especially when we are kind of moving through the motions of the day-to-day of work and responsibilities and pressures when we are able to take ourselves out of that noise whether it's even just for an hour going for a book by ourselves or going to a massage or or kind of getting out of the city for the weekend or kind of taking ourselves out of those processes and patterns Mm. then we're able to reflect on the patterns and the processes and I think when we're able when we're able to remove ourselves from what can be literally autopilot yeah autopilot physically but also we fall into the emotions and the the mental patterning as well when Mm. we're kind of moving through the daily life the day-to-day taking ourselves away from that regularly will help 
or allow us to hear what that deeper knowing is the more intense we do that you know like a week away by ourselves, we'll be able to really clearly what hear what our intuition is trying to kind of lead us to and intuition is sort of like a a rudder I guess and our deeper knowings are like a rudder and, and we we can hear that when we kind of hold space for that. Mm. And I guess in a bit more of a bite-sized way, um, journaling can be really helpful. That reflection um, time, meditation can be really helpful for that too. Um, yeah, I guess going to a healing, going to a massage, um, just having time to invest into yourself, bring a, bringing awareness to what's going on. Um, space. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Are there any examples that stick in your mind of, of ways you've seen these healings or people healing their energy like benefit them? Is there like a certain situation that has just made an impact on you that you've seen? Gosh, I think every single client does. Mm. Um, I think what I see a lot is people kind of, kind of like how I was just saying, have a deep knowing of what they want, but a lot of their... Um, kind of fear or insecurity come comes up between uh knowing with what they want or where they want to go and feeling um feeling capable of that or feeling mm. ready for that or feeling deserving of it and I think something that I I always feel quite humbled by is just when I'm able to guide someone back to realizing that they are capable and that they are worthy and they actually can do it or can have it or um that they are safe and they're loved etc and the the clarity that comes from that for them that Mm. allows them then to kind of go ahead and make a lot of shift and change in their world that perhaps they may not have felt confident enough to or um have enough clarity around how to do that I think Mm. that's something that I I see a lot is that people just need to um, remember how capable they are mm. <laughs> and that kind of self-belief. And I always find that it's it's not about like a huge shift in the session. Sometimes it's just a seed planted mm. that helps them go, oh, that's right, I can or I, I'm, I'm deserving or worthy or I, I can leave my job and I can start my business yeah. or I, I can do the thing. Mm. <laughs> um which is cool. I think it's just taking away some of the noise of our brain yes. and our um, <laughs> our monkey mind and, yeah. and bringing them back to what's true for them. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's great. Oh, well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank like, it's you. It's meant heaps um, and really cool to learn about something that is so crucial to just our functioning as a human um and i know that you had put a set aside a code for the listeners too which was the one up project for 15 dollars off yes that's right yeah so if you want to come and do a healing with olivia um definitely use that and i hope that it's everything you want it to be and i'm sure it will be because i found it extremely reassuring so thank you so much oh that's great thank you so much all right guys thank you so much for listening i really hope you were able to take something valuable away um be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at the one up project and i'll catch you on the next one